Great to be on here. Good to see everybody coming online. Good to see you too. You know, it's it's interesting. Like 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 my my puppy. It's like I look at him and I'm like this guy has no idea what's happening in the world right now. You know. Mm-hmm. And I, I was thinking. I was wondering. Do you think? Do you think there's people in the world today who have no idea what's going on right now? Like people in little corners and pockets of the world that are just like they're just like no idea that there's a, they don't they don't watch the news. They don't have a TV. They don't watch global news. They're in a village somewhere. And they just have no idea what's happening. It's just like normal days for them. It's definitely possible. Possible. It's so definitely you, possible. Yeah. So you can't confirm that. I get, we could never confirm that because no one's in touch with them. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I think. Some I think it's. I think it's probable. I think there's probably some people out there somewhere. Indigenous tribes in the Amazon or Indigenous some tribes in the Amazons or you know what I mean. It's like. You have no idea. Or imagine if you took like a, like a, like this is the time you took like a six month sabbatical, like a going off the grid for six months and you went somewhere to like, you know, go be by yourself. And then you came back, you're like, I left you alone for six months. Look what happened. <laughs> so, yeah. I always love when they show you those tribes that have no outside world contact. I'm guessing those guys are not impacted at all. AJ just shared that on the chat board. Yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely they are quarantined they've been self-quarantined for for a while for for generations anyways welcome to all of you welcome to all of our locals international crews welcome to all indigenous tribes that may be tuning in for the first time if you're not aware there is a global pandemic happening right now um and we are quarantined in our apartments but we are responding to that quarantine with virtual connection and with a prayer revolution um that this whole pandemic is just a reminder to us of something that we already knew but never took quite seriously is that um you know in times of crisis and in times of joy in times of uncertainty and in times of courage in times of clarity in times of connection in times of disconnection uh, we are eternally connected to a divine spiritual source and when i forget that i um i usually find myself in places i don't want to be and when i can remember that there's a beautiful verse in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is a biography of Sri Chaitanya. It says that when one remembers the Supreme Lord, the most difficult of things become very easy. And one forgets the Supreme Lord, the most simplest of things become very difficult. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like the rules of the game are somewhat simple. We learn them all in kindergarten. Be nice to each other. Don't steal. Don't hit anybody. You know, to be behave, be well. It's kind of simple, right? It's like life is simple in one sense, but we make it so, so complicated um, because of we get envious, or we get insecure, or we get greedy, or we just get we just get overwhelmed by just the material forces of life, the modes of nature, and so the simplest of things of just being nice to each other and sharing become very, very difficult because we've forgotten. We, we've taken God out of the center and we've placed ourselves in the center. And just like a stone, that when you drop a stone in the water, it creates ripples. And if you take a bunch of stones and you drop them in the same spot in that pond, the ripples coincide with each other. But if you take all of these different rocks and put them in different, start tossing them in different places in the pond, all the ripples will start to collide because there's different centers. And so the prayer revolution is an attempt to, hey, let's all decide on a common center. 
It's not about me. You're not to meant, you're not to meant to be serving me. And I'm not even meant, I'm meant to be serving you, but in a way that recognizes your divine connection with the common center, who is a loving, divine, spiritual, higher power. That some of us call God, some of us call Krishna, some of us call Allah, some of us call Vishnu. Um, but whatever, whatever the name is, it's that same common center. So that's the prayer revolution, and that's why we're here. And every morning we have our loving Virabhadra, who I've coined at times the very white of bhakti. He's got that soothing voice. He's got that calming, soothing voice that you hear it. It just warms. It just, it's like a toaster in the, in, the, in the cardiovascular system. It just warms you up. And so you're like, a to you're like a toaster oven to my heart, Vera. You warm me up and you get me all gooey inside. And uh, I love your prayers as so many people do. So Vera leads us in a prayer. And then, uh, and then we have a conversation about bringing the mood of prayer into our daily life and how we can live in that mood of divine connection. Mm -hmm. So having said that, I turn it over to you, Vera. Thanks, Baba. Thank you for, uh, yes, a toaster oven to the cardiovascular system. That is the first time I've ever heard such an analogy. And I love it. I love uh, that, that I bring warmth into your heart and, and that, um, yes, I, I pray you know how much warmth and, and um, confidence and courage and re uh, remembrance of a higher power and a higher truth that you bring into my life. So thank you, Baba. And thank you guys for tuning in and giving us an opportunity to pray together and to recenter our consciousness on what's most meaningful, what's most important, what, what, what can act as a, a guiding North Star in our day to come, the moments that follow this. And I'd like to welcome Julie and Naushin on our Zoom, our beautiful friends and all the rest of you guys. And those of us that are familiar with prayer, you know what we're about to jump into. Those of us that haven't prayed with us before, uh, start by just getting into a comfortable seated position. Or if you are walking and moving, just to pause for a few moments. And start to take some nice deep breaths. We're entering into a physical, mental space of receiving, of receiving grace. And as you're starting to connect to your breath and starting to relax your body, just getting into that space of receiving, you can set an intention. What is it that you are seeking in your life? What is it more than anything else? What is the deepest yearning of your heart? What is it that you are looking for? What truth are you looking to discover in your life? And what type of connection are you looking to experience? And with those intentions in your heart and your consciousness, just allowing yourself to receive knowing that right now we are connected to our higher power that by opening ourselves up with the intention to connect that immediately that connection is made available and trusting that allowing yourself to receive higher power higher grace in your life my lord i pray that today we may feel your closeness to us that we may all feel you right by our side the, that we may feel the the toaster oven warmth of your love circulating through our body circulating through our mind through our heart we may feel your warmth we may feel that we are loved by you we are seen by you that you see us 
you appreciate whatever it is that we're trying to do each day in service to you. And that as we go forward in our day, feeling that warmth, feeling that closeness to you, that we may be instruments of your love and your grace, bringing that into the lives of all of those who we come into contact with. Sometimes we feel closeness to you and sometimes we don't. So we're asking you today, please help us to feel a closeness to you. Please help us to feel a closeness to you in every one of our interactions, seeing that we have an opportunity to love you through all the people that come into our life, all the circumstances that come into our life, how we respond, responding with love. That's an opportunity for us to love you, an opportunity for us to remember you, to feel that connection with you. And so I ask that give us a strength, give us the surrender, give us the courage to be vessels of your grace and of your love in our life. Just in the simple being in our life to know that there is meaning and there is purpose to our life. It may not be a grand act of service. It may not be something that's so big and vast and touching so many people in such a profound way, but even just in the simple being in our life, sitting in our apartments, sitting on our porch, the humble interactions that we may have with our partners, our friends, our family, and people that are in and around us in our life, we can recognize tremendous meaning in our life and all of those little connections. And that we can attribute them, we can attribute that meaning to you, to our connection with you. We can be little vessels and little instruments today of expressing that love, expressing your grace, your compassion, and everything that we do and every interaction that we have. As we chant this sacred mantra, the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, please infuse us with your divine energy, awaken our soul, and help us to be able to express that each moment to follow in our life. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Oh, my phone fell over. One of my favorite parts of this prayer is, um, is afterward when I open my eyes and I see our Zoomers with their eyes closed and their palms folded in rapture in their prayers seeing them connecting, seeing that, that, that the power of prayer, you know, and, and, and that it's somehow or other, you know, it's like we're, we, are, we are seeking to be in this type of consciousness. We're seeking to be in this connection, to know there's meaning, to know there's purpose in every moment of our life. We're seeking it, you know, and, and, and what it does, like the energy that it invokes, what it awakens in our hearts and in our consciousness we're seeking this every moment of our life. We're seeking this type of intentionality. And somehow or other, you know, just, you know, I know for myself, it's like, I, I'm in this space and it's like, man, like, I really feel like this connection. I really feel connected to every one of you guys. I really feel connected to a higher power, I feel connected to grace. And, and that it's like, okay, like, what, like, it's almost like I switch it on and then it's like, 
unconsciously I'm like switch off, you know, and like I go back into this like monotony and go back into this base level of consciousness and, and, and forgetfulness, you know, that that rapture of life is available. The rapture of life, not just like the kind of like mousing through and like, da, 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 da. okay, it's another day. It's another prayer revolution. All right, let's get it going guys. You know, that it's actually like that, like the thrill and the joy of new love is available to us. You know, if we really give ourselves to it and, and it takes kind of losing ourselves. That's what I find. Like it takes, it takes me losing myself. Love you, Jamuna. Um, it takes, it takes me losing myself in order to come into that space. I have to let go of the life, you know, that I think is unfolding. I have to let go of like all the limitations and the barriers to what I think is going to unfold in the moments to come and the days to come. And I have to suspend all of that. I have to just let all of that go. I, have to for, I literally have to forget myself, you know, and all the limitations I place on myself. And it just, you know. And, and, and to, to submit, you know, and to give myself to, um, to a power that is beyond anything I could ever conceive, to give myself to a mystery that is unfolding, you know, and, and a relationship that could provide the most incredible breakthrough right now that could change my life forever, you know. And, and so just feeling that, um, you know, my own kind of like the suppression of like that spiritual energy, the suppression of that connection with a higher power, um, almost like I have my life mapped out. And, and even, you know, whether it's a, a life of, of joy or a life of, you know, monotony or, or kind of going through the motions, whatever that may be, it's like, man, like I just want to suspend that. I want to suspend all of that. And I want to just dance with you, my Lord. I want to be with you. I want to bring that rapture and that prayer and that intention into every moment of my life. I don't know what's going to happen. I do not know what is going to unfold in my day. I have no idea. I think I have such an idea. I think I have this schedule and I think I know what's going to happen. And I think I have all these preconceived notions and just block myself from experiencing an adventure of life, a, a thrill and a rapture of spiritual connection. So. I'm just, uh, that's what I'm feeling. I was, imagine if somebody just, uh, if somebody just uh, came up to you and just said, hey, what are you up to today? I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Did you not plan? I did plan. I planned a lot today, but I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what are you doing today? No clue. We'll right. In the mix of that, it's like, we're, it's not that we're not planning. It's not that we're not engaged fully and we're responsible and we're performing duties and following mm -hmm. thro through with, you know, our duties in life and, and, uh, and performing that, bringing our full energy to that. And at the same time, like you just said, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. And I want to be in that space. Mm -hmm. I want to be in a space of discovery. I want to be in a space that I have no idea what's going to unfold. I have this plan right now. But man, hey, that plan could adjust. And what happens in any one of those interactions? I don't want to create a ceiling on that. I don't want to create mm. this, this idea of like, because of my past, I had this like real, like, you know, stable, you know, static kind of, this is what's going to happen in this interaction, in this meeting. No, I don't want to suck the life out of those exchanges. I want to bring, I want to bring unknown. I want to bring discovery and, 
and rapture and, and unlimited possibility into every one of my exchanges. Bring God into mm -hmm. every one of my exchanges. Yeah. And uh, yeah. this, this came up in the other night in a discussion group that we were having is that we were discussing about that very idea of how do I show up fully to my life and at the same time be detached of what's going to happen? Because it seems like, it seems like a desired outcome is what drives us to do anything. You know what I mean? I want to be a famous artist. I want to be a successful business person. I want to be a good father and a good mother. I want my kids to be, come out this way. And it's like, it's that we, we, we pick a goal and we want something and then we work really hard towards it. But if mm -hmm. we're like, if, if it doesn't matter what the outcome is, are we're supposed to be detached from the outcome? How do I show up fully to that and like bring mm -hmm. my full energy? It seems like it's, it's hard to do. And we, we were discussing a little bit about that. And, um, and um, I wanted to bring that to our, to our listeners, um, mm -hmm. that idea that, because you're saying like, I don't know what's going to happen today. Well, it, that could potentially create just an apathy or, or, you know what I mean? Of like, well, and what does it really matter? Why should I, how do I show up fully and at the same time be surrendered and detached from whatever happens? Yeah. And, and I think it's where we're placing our, our focus. Like you said, you know, where, where, where are we focusing? Where are we focusing our energy? Is it on? or is it on the experience itself and what, what I'm what I'm saying in in um, what I'm sharing right now is like yes plan like you're gonna live forever plan do your duty eat exercise take care of yourself like there's a baseline of that that's a responsibility that's a duty like take care of the vehicle the vehicle that we've been given as a gift it's been lent to us take care of it right so there's all the duties of the, the, the practical duties of life and that Yes, I'm planning for my life. And at the same time, at the same time, I have no idea what the outcome is going to be. And let me show up 100% to whatever it is that I'm doing, whether it's mopping the floor in my house, preparing a meal, sitting down to a meditation, you know, an exchange that I'm going to have with a friend, a partner, whoever it is, whatever that activity is, let me show up with my full consciousness. Let me show up with prayer. Let me show up with intention, knowing, right? I don't control the outcome, but I do control the energy of how I show up. And if I show up with 100% energy, if I show up knowing that this is an opportunity for me to connect with my higher power, this is an opportunity for, to, for me to express myself spiritually, for me to share my gifts and to express myself fully, whatever that experience may be, that I, I have the opportunity to, to share that as an offering to the higher power, that's where the fulfillment lies. That's where the rapture lies. That's where the, 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 what we're seeking in our life and that connection and that meaning, that that's where it lies. You know? yeah. And Dr. Shan, right now, we don't control the outcomes, but we control our consciousness. That I, I just want to know at the end of my life that I gave everything. I want to I know that. I, I want to I have gone through my life loving fully. I want to have gone through my life being grateful for everything that I've been given in my life. I want to go through my life knowing that I put it on the table in service to others in service to a higher power that I, I wasn't stuck in my own inertia or stuck in my own mental kind of stagnation or selfishness that no, like I gave yeah. myself, I gave myself in service and I tried my best every single day, every single moment that I had to yeah. give myself fully. And so, you know, not that we are, um, you know, it's like, okay, it doesn't matter. I don't control. No, I do control. I do. But where do I actually control? I control my state of consciousness and what I bring to the table, what I bring to each experience in my life. I have full control over that, you know? 
and it's not going to be perfect, but that's where we, that's the, the muscle that we're flexing and exercising. How grateful am I? I was, I was looking at Deanna and Vera on the, on the porch of them, uh, yesterday and I was like, how grateful am I really for them? Like, how grateful really am I for them? Where's my gratitude at? I was like, man, I feel like my gratitude is like there. Like my gratitude could be like there and there and there. Like it could be this limitless unfolding of gratitude and appreciation. Yeah. What, like what consciousness am I bringing to life? And so mm. just seeing, you know, that every moment does matter. Every experience of our life does matter because it's an opportunity for expression of our soul, of our consciousness. And that's the fulfillment that we're experiencing. You know, see with, mm. with Rasiko, with your wife, I mean, she's like one of the most incredible uh, industrious people that I've ever met. Like she just finds a way to serve always, no matter what pandemic or not. Like, she's always finding a way to serve, you know? And there's like this industrious, like intelligence that's being, you know, like she's, she's racking her brain and her heart and her mind to see how can she make a difference in the world? And now she's doing it through re-sewing dresses and making masks and, you know, <laughs> bringing joy to people's lives by sending them out and, and connecting with people. And so like that, we see people that look at, you know, that, that they look at life and they see the opportunities to serve and they apply themselves to it. They find meaning and purpose in it and they experience fulfillment in it, you know? And then, mm. and then we see that, you know, even for myself, I could have so much in my life. And I look at this often, I'm like, I have so much, I have everything. I've been given everything. Mm. And you know, where, where's my level of gratitude? Where's my level of mm. rapture of appreciation, you know, and really saying, this is, I've been given so much. Let me give it all back every single moment. And so, that's the energy I'm feeling right now. And, and uh, obviously it's coming through a little bit with, with my, my voice and, and blowing up. You're blowing up Vera. You're I'm inspired. I'm inspired. Yes. It. I'm inspired to be with you guys, man. You can feel it. Zoe Buckman wrote, yes, Rasika is a shiro. I'd never, I thought that was a typo. And then I realized it's not, I've never heard that before. She's a shiro, not a hero, a shiro. Um, I started getting, I started sweating over here, man. <laughs> Gotta take my sweater off. Turn that toaster down. Turn that toaster up and down. Turn that toaster up and down. And so I, I think it's I think it's I think it's so so beautiful. And I think it's something that, that obviously you're so passionate about because you live in that way. You live in that that consciousness. And I was I was I was thinking of um yeah, I was I was um uh this this verse, I was thinking of the, I was thinking of the, at the beginning of the podcast, I was thinking of the section of the Bhagavad Gita because it was talking about to be seen by the, to be seen by God, to be seen by God. And, and it may not, you mentioned in the prayer that it may not be this grand service. And sometimes that's what, that's what I think spiritual life looks like. It's some sort of grand, you know what I mean? Some sort of grandiose sense of contribution to society. And I'm going to make a big difference, splash in the world, et cetera. And, um, and so, oh, Rasika is so sweet. She's making me cry. I love you, brother. Thank you for inspiring me. Yes. Um, and so, um, uh, for, for those who don't know who we're talking about, my wife, Rasika Gopi, she's there on the Instagram, Bija Artist, and she runs an ethical, women-empowered um, clothing line using organic cotton and vegetable dyes and, and um, fair trade wages and workers from, from, from villages in India and uh, She's been doing it for a year or so, and, and she just recycled old clothes. She just she literally turned our living room into a sewing factory where she's recycling old lines of clothes and making them into face masks and selling them online and also donating them to women's shelters. 
she's making like 50 masks and she's like, I, I can't, I, it's like, it's so many, I, don't, I can't keep up. And I'm like, you created this, like you, you just volunteered for it, you signed up for it, but she's just working herself she to the wrote, bone. She, she wrote, wrote. She, she she's wrote, she's working herself to the bone at a service because it's, it's uh, she, you know, she's very, very innovative person. Bija Artisans, it's there on uh, Instagram or you go to bijaartisans.com and check it out. If you want to buy a mask, although she's probably she's like, I should just say I'm sold out because I have so many to make. And so, um, but anyways, that's, that's, that's what you're referring to. And, um, but I was thinking of this, you know, so, so even then it's like, I want to make a contribution to the side of the world, but is, 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 is God seeing my service? You know what I mean? Or is, am I making a mm -hmm. difference? And I was thinking of the section at the end of the 12th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, where Krishna is saying, he's describing the people who are very dear to him. Mm -hmm. And none of it has to do with the splashes we make in the material world. You know, he says these verses of um, one who is not envious, but is a kind friend to all living entities, who does not think himself a proprietor and is free from false ego, who is equal in both happiness and distress, who is tolerant, always satisfied, self-controlled, and engaged in devotional service with determination, his mind, their mind and intelligence fixed on me. Such a devotee is very dear to me. One by whom no one is put into difficulty and who is not disturbed by anyone who is equipoise in happiness and distress, fear and anxiety is very dear to me. And then he says something very, very interesting. He says, one who is not dependent on the ordinary course of activities, which is like, I'm not dependent on my plan working out. You know what I mean? And I'm able, and he says, who is pure expert without cares, free from all pains and not striving for some result mm -hmm. is very dear for me. Meaning like I'm not creating my plan and think that that's what I got to do. Like I'm releasing that plan. I'm living in that mood of surrender. Such a person is very dear to me. It's all, it's all internal. Mm. It's all internal stuff. That's how we become very dear to Krishna. That's how we become, that's how we endear ourselves to the Lord. It's all internal. And then he says, one who neither rejoices nor grieves, who neither laments nor desires, and who renounces both auspicious and inauspicious things, such a devotee is very dear to me. And in the commentary, Srila Prabhupada mentions that one is, if one loses anything which is very dear to him, they don't lament. Mm -hmm. Similarly, if one does not get what they desire, they are not distressed. They are transcendental in the face of all kinds of auspicious, inauspicious, and sinful activities. They are prepared to accept all kinds of risks for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord. Nothing, and this is what I, the, 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 the um, heart of what I heard you say, nothing is an impediment in the discharge of devotional service. Such a devotee is very dear to Krishna. And so that idea that nothing is an impediment to my service, because my service is not the external engagements. The service is the consciousness which I bring to every moment of my life. That's what Krishna is seeing, and that's what Krishna reciprocates with. And interestingly enough, I feel like I need some external validation in order to let me know that I'm doing a good job. But actually, if I turn my consciousness inward, and what you're, whether it's bringing that gratitude, bringing that full energy internally, recognizing that the external factors may or may not pan out however I think they should, but Krishna sees that, and he rewards me from within. He may not reward me with, a, with, a, with, with financial success. He may not reward me with, with, with external validation from the world. He may not even reward me with success in my endeavors externally. But I'll feel 
that sense of in, in the previous commentary, it says this beautiful, beautiful Srila Prabhupada says that there is a calm, patient contentment. You know, we feel that. We feel that. And there's like an inner sense of validation and security that comes that is waiting for us if we bring that energy. But what normally happens is we're, we kind of bring that energy. It's like, yes, I want all that, but I still want things to work out materially. I still want things to work out materially. It's like, well, if that's what you're still striving for, you're going to feel that pain. And the noise of that desire for things to work out materially is going to cloud the, the, the transmission of that calming voice in the heart. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking of these verses of like, wow, though, that's, that's my work. Mm -hmm. That's my work mm -hmm. to become, not, to, to not put anybody into difficulty, to become equipoised and to not feel fear and anxiety. Mm -hmm. you know, those are the Beautiful. kind of things that I'm, that I'm looking for, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And those are the things that we have control over, right? When, yeah. we're, when we're really looking at life and we're really saying, God, I'm, I'm looking for meaning. I'm looking for purpose. I'm looking how I can make a difference. And it's like, okay, where, where is the garden that I, I can actually pull weeds from? Where's the garden that I could actually get my hands in? What is it that I can actually do to transform the experience of life that I'm having, to enrich the experience of life I'm having? And you're laying, Krishna is laying it out for us saying, Hey, you know, don't disturb the minds of others, you know, um, whatever, all these different aspects He's given all these different prescriptions and these guidelines for us to, to really feel that actually we can make a difference right now. We can have a transformative experience in our life right now. And so we're getting the, we're, we're getting the, uh, the layout, we're getting the blueprints to actually where to focus our consciousness and where to focus our intention, where to focus our energy. And I could, I, I just want to hear, I want to hear those verses again and again. I just want to keep on. We hear those verses again. Keep, keep, Let's pick up here tomorrow. Something, something, something we never do is pick up where we left off. Um, but I would say um, if, if you're listening in, um, somebody just mentioned Ranga, the noise of the desire for things to work out materially cr crowds out the inner divine voice. He has a beautiful way of putting it. Write that, write that note down, note that down Bryn. That's a really good, uh, good good summarization so mm -hmm. thank you guys all so much it just letting you know if you're tuning in on instagram we're so so glad we're here we love seeing your comments and your, and your posts and your emojis we encourage you please um try tuning in on zoom also we have a live zoom group that's going on here and all of your comments and your questions that you post on instagram they get they get they get scrolled up and we miss them very quickly and so if you ask a question or make a comment it's going to get buried in the comments. We won't be able to see it and respond to it. But if you join us in on Zoom, we have an active live chat board on Zoom. That's easy for us to track. We can see your questions. We can see your um, comments, your feedback, your reactions. You can respond. Other people are there. And so we'd love to have you join us on Zoom. You can find our Zoom link by writing to Prayer Revolution at bhakticenter.org. Not Gmail. Prayerrevolution at bhakticenter.org. And... Um, We'd love to get your questions, your feedback, your inputs, things you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, you can also go to buckycenter.org slash online to find out where we uh, post all of these podcasts on SoundCloud and YouTube. Um, and we just love you guys. We love you all so much. We hope that you have a wonderful, amazing day. We hope that um, you stay connected. And if you're feeling disconnected, reach out to someone. Reach out to us. We'll be in touch. Beers is cruising. He's just swaying. He's loving it. He's just got 
be swimming in divine energy. Hook 'em horns. Hook 'em horns. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm a Texas Longhorns. He's a Texas guy. Longhorn. He's from Texas. And so, love you guys. Uh, we love love you guys. seeing Trisha and Grace all looking all tie-dyed out and cozied up. Looks love seeing you guys online and super grateful. Giving you all a hug right now. So many friends that we see, so many beautiful loved ones every single day. And uh sending yes. you our love and and let's yeah let's 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 take this consciousness into our day let's take it into the moments to follow that we are walking with god right now we're walking with the divine and let's bring that bring that love and that energy and that grace into our yes. our loved ones lives and all, all the moments to come thank you please write to us and give us your feedback we want to know what you love about the show so we can still do it we want to know about what you'd like to see in the show so we can add and improve so please please write keep in touch Stay well, be safe, and uh, aloha. <laughs> Love you guys. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. See you later, Zoom crew. Take care. Love you guys so much. Bye-bye. Vivi, hey, Vivi, good to see you. Julie, take care. Bye-bye.